And we wanted to thank today's sponsors brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely no charge. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Inspire Before We Expire podcast. I am your host, Terrell Sumter. Listen, guys, I wanted to take time to just show some gratitude to say thank you so much for the support. I get the messages. Thank you for the feedback. And thank you for tuning in. You know, I know there's many podcasts you can listen to, but you decide to tune into our podcast each and every week. The downloading and sharing with your supporters means a lot, guys. Guys, I don't want to take some time, too much time from you, but I wanted to share a quote, you know, um, to knowing that no matter where you're, at, where you're at in this world, no matter where you are at in the journey, to knowing that you are not alone. Honestly, you are not alone in this journey. Um, to knowing it could be a lot worse. It can never be easy, but it can get a lot better as well. As long as you just pay attention, surround yourself around good people, Seek out. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Not a hand out, but a hand up. So guys, my guest today, I mean, me and her been connected through social media, but always have something good, something positive, something influential to say when we're speaking to one another. And now today, I finally get to speak with her on my podcast, which I'm very excited about. A young lady who's not only an entrepreneur, but a mother. Not only a leader, but also a God-fearing woman as well. Also, married woman as well. I mean, this, this woman right here, she's amazing. She's a coach. She started her first business with her partner in 2015, which is a food truck business. Also, she found out she was unexpectedly pregnant for the week, the week that it launched. Wow. She kind of struggled, challenges, we all go through challenges to make her new role as a mother and business owner as she worked. She threw in a towel after a year, which we can adapt to, right? We all sometimes do that, it's okay. But only two months after her son was born, she found out she was expected again, wow. <laughs> Despite having two boys under one, she launched her second business. Now that's what I'm talking about. She's launched her second business as a business and mindset coach, where she empowers women to cultivate an unshakable mindset and the skills so they can start, slay, and stay in business. Today, she works with female entrepreneurs from all over the world while helping her husband also build and grow their restaurant business. She gives her credit to her journey for the mindset and spiritual transformation she's going through and committed to living a life on her terms and teaching other female entrepreneurs to also do the same. So listen, guys, I want you guys to really take your notepads out, take your pens out and listen to this young lady because it's a lot of gems 
and we're about to really dig deep with this one. Guys, I introduce you to my good friend, Miss Trisha Nugent. Trish, how you doing? Hi, today? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thanks for the intros. I love when you speak. It's so much, so powerful. So thank you for that intro. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for being here. Um, honestly, I know it's been a busy week for you and I'm so glad we get to connect on here. So let's get right to it. Um, why is it that people should listen to you today, uh, Trish? For those that may not know, you know, I know that you've been, you know, empowering a lot of women around the world today. So why is it people should really, especially our women, listen to you today? That's a really great question. Um, I feel like what I'm choosing to use my voice and my platform for is to lead women into a place where it is scary and unknown. Um, the reason why I feel like women should listen is because I don't give us together an excuse out. Um, I choose to find a way for us so that they find hope in themselves to find their own way. So I'm not about this is the way it exactly has to happen. I have the secrets that you don't know. I think that it's important um, that I share my message and that I can reach more women so that they know that there's something in them that will determine to help them find their own path. Like I'm not going to be like Tony Robbins says, I'm not their guru, but I want to find it, help them find it in themselves to guide themselves, to lead themselves and to just make sure that they know that there's always a way towards that calling in them. I love that. Awesome. Perfectly said. And exactly when did the journey first begin with you? If you mind sharing. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's always been there for a long time. You know, I used to follow, I don't know if you know, Joel Brown from Addicted to Success podcast. I used to follow his way back when it was just like a small one of my, blog. One of my mentors and coaches. Awesome. One uh -huh. of my, he was one of my first few too. So um, it was a really crazy synchronicity how after about 10 years, you know, I kind of forgot about Joel Brown and even the, the whole personal development side and I was wondering how did I get my life to the point where I'm at right now like how am I so unhappy how am I how did I get to this woman who I don't even recognize basically um, because I knew that I used to always be this kind of fierce woman growing up and I've always been a rebel so I never really I ne didn't finish university I decided to go work right away and I built my way I grew my way up into companies and got referrals from there but I just never felt a, a sense of like fulfillment um, so I ended up quitting my very cushiony job um, before I started my business because I just knew that I couldn't sacrifice my own purpose for money. Um, so it wasn't until I really started my business and I actually started a business. I talked about it for a long time. I think we all have ideas and we all, you know, think that there's great solutions in the world we can bring but we don't actually execute on it and that was me I was always talking about it um, so when I finally did it it was a huge deal for me and that it wasn't until you know a year later when I was like oh my gosh I also know that I cannot sacrifice my family for an unsustainable business that I didn't plan around a child to be honest right like I'm on my feet all day it was very demanding it's like a restaurant business so it just wasn't sustainable for a newborn at that time um, and I don't think it was until I had my, I, would, I found out I was pregnant with my second one that the true personal development journey kicked in. The real, like, what are you going to do about it right now? Um, because for a long time, I was like, I want to make, once I found out that I ha was having two kids, I was like, I want to make them proud. But I don't want to grow up being like, you guys should go for your dreams, but mama didn't do it. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to ever be like, 
talking about something again, but never having actually walked it. So that's when I really made the decision to, I got to do this. And if I'm going to do this, this means a commitment to not just serving, but to being my best self and to making sure that I get myself out of this. So I think that's really when the, the, the journey really began and got real. <laughs> wow. That's awesome though. Just you sharing that in this, saying that you know you did quit a job but also something brought you closer to building a business that you know that was for you and also being able to be there for your little ones as well and your family just in general i think that's awesome and amazing because like you say a lot of people do talk the talk but sometimes don't crawl the walk or walk the walk you know mm -hmm. and we must take action in life you know because how could you ever see what it may feel like or what you may expect if you don't take action and we fail but it doesn't make us a failure I say it over and mm -hmm. over you know just because we fail we can fail forward you know but at the same time we can learn from that um and a wise man once said winning doesn't come from losing winning come from learning so mm -hmm. as you learn from that you know and everything that nature helped you and look at you now you know running successful businesses and be and doing your thing as a mother as well doing a phenomenal mm -hmm. job as well like juggling it all out like but um you know i wanted to ask you know what made you decide that entrepreneurship is what i want you know versus anything else um like did it come from maybe like you say ideas but did it come from like a family trait or mm -hmm. Maybe it's something you may used to watch on TV or so, but what made you decide to jump into entrepreneurship? You know, I think it, for sure my parents were entrepreneurs, but not, it's funny because not by choice. If, okay. they, if you had to ask them, they'd be like, don't do this. I don't want this for my kids. It's the hardest thing ever. You have this opportunity I'm creating for you to go to school. So it was their wish for me to go to school. But I saw what they were doing and I loved the thrill of it. I loved the, I mean, the unknown of the fact that they throw themselves deep in the, to the deep end. I loved that stuff. I thrived on it. But um, so part of that definitely struck in me. I wanted to do something like that. But my whole life I was told, don't do it. This is hard. You know, like they, they even though they'd done it, they, they're like, I wouldn't do this if it was a choice. Yeah. Um, but I think the other part of it was, is the rebel in me, just knowing that I, I want to be able to speak my voice and have a say in what's happening. And I couldn't really do that in a company, especially as a woman. I just always felt like my voice didn't matter anyways. I was a minority in most companies and I was a woman. So it just felt like I didn't have a really a say at the table and I wasn't stepping up to say anything either. And so that's really where I found the bridge of how can I help other women to step up and say what they want, especially in entrepreneurship, which is the ultimate, you know, here's your chance. What do you want to say? What do you want to do? You know, right. um, you get to decide that. And so I think that's really what pushed me was knowing that I wanted to use my voice, but not really knowing how to, right? I love it. I love it. Um, and if you can also just share like just you know, more about your business, you know, for those who may not know and, you know, I have a lot of, um, if you didn't know, I have a lot of young millennials, you know, um, mm -hmm. as an audience, young generation, um, kids are still in high school and college and still just trying to find their way. So we know it took time for you, but it wasn't overnight, as it's mm -hmm. never going to be overnight for no entrepreneur, right? So I know that the focus of your business is to empower women to cultivate an unshakable, unshakable mindset. 
and also so they can start and slay and stay in biz. So um, what's the name of your company? It's Fierce Fab Life. I love it. That's a creative name. So why that name? And also you could just share more about, you know, um, like you say, women don't like women don't really have a voice, but you decided well women do have a voice, but you felt as though it, at the time it wasn't wasn't really being acknowledged. But you decided mm -hmm. that I'm gonna create this space for myself. So go ahead and dive in, uh Trish. Go ahead. Just yeah. Dive in. So I am um so I do coaching for women and I started my business Fierce Web Life. The reason why I decided on that name was because at that time I felt nothing mm -hmm. like fierce or fab. I was low self-esteem, low confidence. I couldn't even look in the mirror because I hadn't even taken care of myself in a week. So like the complete opposite of is what was what I was feeling. But I knew deep down there was always that woman who desired to be fierce and fab. And so that was kind of my affirmation and my time to really be like, I'm choosing to step into this. I'm committing to step into this woman. Um, and I want to help other women. And through that, honestly, I wasn't sure if other women would be down for that either. And every woman I've really connected with, they're like, who doesn't want to feel fierce or fab? So um, that's where that kind of came from. But with the coaching, I really, you know, I, I go into, I love business period. So I really love just like strategizing and talking about it. It's my jam. It's that thing that I, I can obsess over. But more importantly, I've always realized that it wasn't just about marketing or strategy that a lot of women needed. They needed the mindset. They needed, you know, the confidence in themselves. Most times they were holding themselves back. So um, to the millennials that you have on here, and I, I always think about it now because I just remember for so long, I felt like I was behind because I was so aware and, and excited about personal development at such a young age, but I always felt like I was behind because I was always looking at a gap of what I wasn't versus looking at who I am right now and what my strengths were right now. So I was always chasing this whole thing of trying to prove myself and to basically just feed my ego to be like, you're worthy <laughs> without realizing that it was already there the whole time and I wasn't acting on it. That's it. So I love that you have a millennial audience. I love that they're, you know, right now just fresh out of high school because I remember in that place and, you know, just being like, what do, what do I want to do? I, don't, I didn't want to commit to a degree because I didn't even know what I wanted to commit to, right? right. Um, but the exploration is what it's all about. And that's really what I teach in my coaching. It's not necessarily about these are the exact steps you have to take, like I said, but let's, it's one, but let's explore what's going on right around you. Let's explore what opportunities are lying around you that you're not using. Let's explore um, and test and try and play versus, you know, like having this like chasing of let's make sure that you are going to reach the thing that's going to, you think is going to make you feel good, but it's not about that. It's how you feel when you're doing it. Right. 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 That's all, oh, man. I love that. And the way you just said it, you know, um, but, uh, like what empowers you the most, you know, and what keeps you grounded during this entrepreneurial journey along with being a mother? Mm. Yeah, I know I, I'm shooting questions at you. I, I usually, cause I just wanna, I wanna give you the space, it. you know, it's our first episode. So I'm definitely, cause I want you to dig deep. I love that email you sent. So I, I'm gonna, I want you to be raw and out with it, you know, honestly. I'm happy. I'm happy to. I just, when you say it, it brings it up because I, I remember the times when I've had to talk myself off the ledge, as I call it. Just don't quit. Don't quit. You know, Absolutely. Um, why am I doing this? Why am I, I don't need to do Why am I doing this right now? Why am I putting myself through this, basically? And I honestly, 
part of it is like I don't want to go back to where I was I I like the, the fear of going back to where I was before is, and the desire to go to be anywhere but there is so strong that I can't even allow myself to go back there right. it's not right you know um and I just know too much now I know how many women out there you know are lost and needing some sort of guidance and connection I realize how many women I can relate to which if I can relate to you that means you felt how I have felt so I just feel like there's like a responsibility at this point to show up and to make sure that other women don't give up on themselves and to empower them to find a way through their own shit for <laughs> real. their own stuff it, it's all good it happens but I love the way you put that because you took a responsible role and we know with this journey it comes challenges but without challenge there's no growth right and that's something I tend to remind myself even when I'm having conversations with any you know friend a mentor mentee anybody just to you know knowing that the journey is worth it, everything that comes with it because we made a thought or we did you know happen to let go certain things but sometimes we allow as we let go we allow flow you know to allow us to continue mm. to push us somewhere that we need to be and like you just said there's women that need that advice there's women that need that love and that compassion just to feel appreciated um mm -hmm. and everything and then you running your own business um i believe you said you're partner with your um husband and everything and still running a restaurant business and also just like being a mother as well um how many children if you want to ask two two so an like this entrepreneur journey itself made businesswoman you know along with mind coach mindset coach business and it's just like man how do you like <laughs> how do you juggle it like like during so here we here go so during these times you know where you're like ah this is too much task on my desk you know how do you deal with um the distress and the pressure you know to help you stay level do you meditate or what what mm -hmm. is it to help you on your day-to-day of when you do have a lot of tasks like how do you stay grounded and just stay calm during these times yeah i absolutely meditate um one of the things i've spent a lot of time the last month doing was really being in solitude <laughs> and really allowing myself and not in a way of like i'm alone i feel lonely or um i'm avoiding people it more so is like i'm gonna get deep with myself and and really find out like i've committed to really embodying who i say i want to be not just i spent a long time learning but now i've spent a lot of time embodying it and that's really just getting it, feeling all the feelings that i don't want to feel <laughs> but you get to feel the good too the good is amazing and beautiful but really spending time feeling it which means spending time alone and, and knowing what that feels like and allowing yourself to feel it stuff and then letting it go whatever doesn't serve you um, so meditating has helped me with that and journaling has been huge because I am a big thinker and I sometimes will just word vomit on my husband. He's like, have you journaled? <laughs> like, I'll go journal. I'm going to talk to myself for a bit, but it's just a nice release to be able to, you know, express yourself without any judgment. Um, and, and then to, to let whatever flows out of you there. And then so you can be where you're at without all these running thoughts going. So, uh, and practicing presence and gratitude it has been huge like on a moment to moment moment to moment thing um i've just really had to learn that through the kids too you know it for a long time when i first started it was being with them but wanting to be at work or being at work but wanting to be with them and it was never a present of where i was at it was always 
nothing was ever enough because I could never focus on what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so really learning how to like be in the moment way more, um, have fun, dance. We turn on music every day and dance. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's time to dance, guys. <laughs> and they love it, but like it helps us get out of our minds, into our bodies, um, and just kind of att- connect back to that source again. I think that really is what it's all about. It's connecting back to that source in you and realizing that all of this out here is just a manifestation of what's going on in here. And if something out here isn't right, then I got to go back in here and check what's wrong. <laughs> Right. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned journaling as well. And I don't quite, you know, hear that from, you know, a lot. Like there's always something different with each speaker and so I'm speaking with. So what does journaling actually do for you? I know you said less out and it just puts you in that peaceful space, but what else does it do for you and some advice you can give to those who may be in a place where they haven't did it before because maybe they don't like writing. It's so yeah. much technology nowadays, right? Yeah. But um, it's funny that you said that because when I was younger, I actually used to, you know, journal and things of that nature. Like I used to do that. So if you can share like what exactly does it create for you and, you know, um, have been creating for you like throughout this journey. Yeah. Throughout. So when I first started, I mean, honestly, journaling saved my life. And I also never journaled much before. I remember pulling out a journal that I was like, wow, I remember writing in this five years ago. I still have the first page written and like the whole journal is still fresh. And that used to be my habit before, you know, starting a journal one or two pages and then never looking at it again. Um, but when I was at a place where I was like, I, I want to change, I will do anything at this point to change the way that I'm looking at life. Cause I can just see that I'm not seeing any beauty in anything at all. And I'm about to have a baby. Like, how is that, how is that possible? You know? Um, but journaling saved my life because I started very simple every day. I just wrote down three things I was grateful for. And the, I started to get really nerdy and, and really into the whole neuroscience thing because I was like, if I can make my life a little bit easier and use the tools that I have, like my brain, <laughs> then I don't need to make this so hard on myself. But one of the cool things I learned was that, you know, putting pen to paper really activates the neurons in your brain and they fire and wire together. So like, it's so much different just typing on your phone than it is journaling. So knowing that already, I was like, okay, oh, well, I'm just going to commit to doing this because even if I don't feel this way, it's going to send some messages up there and hopefully one day that that will change. So, um, but the gratitude was helpful in just making, helping me to shift my mindset and seeing the little things that I was grateful for, the essential things that I was grateful for. At that time, I could only be grateful for food and life, but it was, that's all you really need at that point. Um, so for me starting off, I would say if anybody's just starting for grad, like three, three things a day that you're grateful for. It's super simple. It takes five minutes, but it'll change your life. Uh, from there, once I got a little bit more comfortable with it and I, I wanted to express more, I was starting to write paragraphs of why I was grateful for those things, you know, like really embedding it into myself, the reasons why it's, I'm grateful for it versus just saying I'm grateful for air, food. I'm grateful for food because it nourishes my body and feeds my child. Um, so I got really specific with it. And from there, it's just taken on a life of its own. Sometimes I'll journal and I don't even know what's coming out of me, but it's coming out of me. So it's, right. it's been an outlet for me. It's been mm-hmm. a creative source for me to connect again mm-hmm. to a subconscious in me. But starting off, it was honestly just to save my life and change my perspective. Right, right. Uh, I love that. I love that. Um, you know, especially. All right, Trish. So journaling is amazing. And I thank you for sharing those key points as well. Um, and for those that's listening right now, um, I hope you're taking notes. 
maybe at the gym, you may be at school, no matter where you're at, I just want you guys to really take in and implement the information. And don't be stingy with it. Share it with a friend, share it with a colleague. But, um, and, you know, honestly, um, because this young lady, she came from the bottom, literally, you know, from ground up um, to now look as a successful businesswoman and everything, but it didn't happen overnight. So the next question I really wanted to ask, you know, um, being in a time where, you you had a business, but it didn't go as planned, you know, so you decided to just give up on it. But at the same time, you had a child and you say, okay, I want to launch another business. It's like, what what gave you that that hunger and gave you just the drive to say, okay, being though I learned from this, you know, lesson or so, now I'm going to start this and what can what can you advise to those who may just be getting started, who may be in a place of maybe women out there who is pregnant or so and maybe have a career path but just don't want to take action, just afraid that it may not fall through for them. So if you can die, then that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish I would love to say that I went from one business and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to do another. This is going to be fun. But it was really the darkest time of my life in between them. Um, what I had to learn through that experience was what failure actually meant. And, you know, the biggest thing I feared was failure. And then it happened. And the biggest thing I learned from it is that I didn't die <laughs> like I thought I would. Um, but it, it, it hurt my ego. It really did. I was insecure. I thought everybody thought I was a failure. I felt like I was being judged by everybody. Um, and at that same time I was having a child, I honestly had to recreate who I was because I didn't know who I was anymore. I had no identity to tie, like to hang on to. I just lost my business and now I'm a mother and I just lost my, you know, independence, you know, as I would say, my freedom that I thought that I lost. I thought that everything was done at that point um, because I also had an idea of what a mother should do should be like um, I didn't define it myself but I had an idea and that idea was crippling it was limiting and it was boxing to me um, so I had after realizing you know wow that doesn't feel good to box myself into this and going through a few months of being pregnant having to take care of my son but still not taking care of myself because everything just doesn't feel aligned right now I don't feel like I'm really using myself to the fullest potential I you know I know I'm meant for more and you know, I just felt like, is this it? Is, is this it? Um, so it wasn't until I kind of was like, enough is enough. I can't keep doing this. This is not healthy. I can't keep going about it this way. And I had to really hit like rock bottom for me, which was like, I, I don't recognize who I am anymore. I don't, I can't connect with people anymore. I, I can't even talk or look people in the eye anymore because I can't see myself in myself. So if I look at you and you, you might see that I was afraid of that. So it was just this whole, the, the, the term, the determination, the drive came from just really not liking where I was at and not really wanting to live with that. I couldn't settle with that. I couldn't just be like, I allowed this to happen. And I allowed my life to just be as it is only. And not that there's anything wrong with motherhood. Oh my God. If I, if anything humbled me, it was that motherhood is hard. You know, for me, I thought, well, I'm just a mother now, but now I'm realizing how hard motherhood is really, truly the amount of selflessness required in it. Um, but at the same time, how much it grows me too. 
So, you know, for anybody who's really trying to figure out, like, how do I get started? Or if you even have an idea in you, you first have to, before you even like get started, you have to get over fearing people, fearing what people think about you and fearing what people you don't even know think about you or people you don't even, who don't even talk to you. I was worried about everybody and looking at anybody. I was like, they hate me. They don't like me. They judge. Like I was so, you know, I was, I was, I was basically like, letting all of my guards down and allowing myself to be attacked by anybody, even if they weren't attacking me. Um, and that on its own was like something I, I realized I needed to build there. Cause when I did my first business, I, I kind of stood in the shadows. I wasn't, I still wasn't going full force. I held back a lot. I was still, you know, I wasn't playing full out. I still had one foot out the door anyway. That's why I left. <laughs> That's why I gave up so quick one year. And I was like, mm, done. Like, yes, motherhood is hard, but I had one foot out the door if I had to be honest. And it wasn't until I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to put two feet in meaning, and it doesn't mean quit all the things that you, you know, got to do just to make it happen, but mm -hmm. meaning just fully commit to whatever the journey is in front of you and fully commit mm -hmm. to all the things that are in your path right now. I realized that motherhood is just an assignment for me. It wasn't my identity. And I have so many other identities as well and other assignments in my life and will continue to move through life through our assignments so I don't have to worry so much that I'm missing out on anything anymore and I just kind of whatever it gets presented to me I take it as like a sign and go now you know and I have not gotten the sign to stop yet so I'm trying to make it work through you know really trusting that you're giving all these assignments to me at the same time for a reason here and I'm meant to do it I, I can do it I'm built for it so I just have to figure out a way and stumble my way through making it happen it's not it's not the most poised let me tell you that I've never been known to be poised <laughs> so yeah just being okay with being like being okay with stumbling through it I think I think I thought I had to like really know how it was all gonna pan out and it wasn't I, I didn't want to fall you know I wanted to make it look graceful but it can get messy <laughs> it can get messy trying to juggle it all wow wow and how long have you been on this entrepreneurial journey so far um so it's been almost four years now i guess holy four years yeah. okay four years. and yeah. accomplished so much within a little time that shows a lot of heart that shows yeah. a lot of patience and a lot of compassion in what you do you know turning your purpose into your passion your passion to your profit i love it honestly mm -hmm. um and when the little ones get older they they got something to tend to they may not want to become an entrepreneur but they're going to become something because they see how much they father and their mother put up with. They see how much they struggle and also came about with coming on top to feed the family. So I love it, Trish, honestly. I'm no father, but I am an uncle. And I can relate, you know, um, to this situation because our little ones need us. They are our future, you know, um, and we must lead by example. And that's why this is an inspire before we expire. Not necessarily, oh, you could be here today, you could die tomorrow, but no. Let's inspire each other. Let's not hate one another. Let's not, like, what you're doing right now as a woman. And I believe, like, most of my audience and most of my supporters are women. And I love it. First, it started locally. Now it's globally. And I'm sure you can relate as well, especially with you being a woman. But it may be opposite for you. Maybe a lot of men tend to you. Because women are so powerful. And mm -hmm. I learn a lot from you guys, you know, um, and things of that nature. So I thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for being so much of a... A, a, a light and a powerful source in this thing called life and leading other women by example and helping them find themselves by cultivating so many relationships 
and things of that nature by helping them stay in business and stay in business because you knew what it felt like, right? Mm-hmm. So for those who want to give up, Trish, I mean, these, you know, women entrepreneurs, these women bloggers, you know, and because they feel like things are not happening at this moment, um, good for them, nothing is taking off. What are, um, what is some advice you would give to them um, to just tell them just to keep going no matter what, you know, um, yeah. you could just, yeah. My, I mean, one of my favorite books I would recommend to anybody and everybody in any part of their journey is it's, well, I'm sure there's some people at some point, they kind of get it at that point, but it's the called the slight edge by jo- Jeff Olson. And it's, um, a philosophy I prescribe to now. And it's just all about we're either on an, a slight edge of upward or it's a slight edge going downwards. And we know by the daily dis- simple disciplines that whether we're doing them or not, it's those little disciplines that are easy to do, but just as easy not to do, that make all the difference in our life. Um, and oftentimes we think we need this big, you know, hallelujah, this huge life turning event or moment to really just like, and then we'll be successful. But no, it's, it's really a buildup of consistency of the little things that we can all do every day. Um, and I heard a great quote from John C. Maxwell. He said, consistency compounds. And so I just want to say to anybody out there who's, you know, if you feel like giving up, just do one thing, do one thing differently tomorrow that will compound in the long plant seeds right now that will, that will compound in the long term. And, you know, you have to trust that they're going to, if you're doing those things, you have to trust that they're going to manifest into what you want because you've done it up to this point <laughs> you've done it up to this point maybe not in the way you wanted to but you didn't get here from one moment only you got it you got here from a moment moments that compounded so it's just the same way you to turn your life around or to shift your results or just to you know go from feeling like you want to give up to feeling like you're on fire it's it's a daily discipline of just the small things that anybody can do but most times we're not willing to Wow, so powerful. I love that. The small things that anybody can do, but just we're not willing to. Wow, I believe you said it like that, right? Yeah. 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 Because wow. we'll, you know, it's like, I'll go to the gym. I won't go to the gym today. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. Nobody will know, but you know. And the more it's because we can't, don't hold ourselves accountable to the little things that nobody will know. Absolutely. But you'll feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so what's next for you, um, you know, in the year 2019 and going forward, you know, um, as you said, you've been on a journey, you know, for four years now. So what's next with something you're really looking forward to? Any books coming out, any upcoming courses you want to share with the, the audience or so? Some exciting news, maybe a baby. Yeah. Nah, let me do <laughs> I don't plan those. <laughs> those. Those show up when they need to show up for me, apparently. Um, yeah, no, for me, what's next is, honestly, right now, we're, we're really focusing on foundation. I'm always about foundation, but I, I don't ever feel like there's not enough. Um, so we're really building the foundation for, for um, like, the restaurant and just even for my own business right now, too. And that's really what I'm going to be bringing out more is, like, how can I support other women um, in building the foundation of, of their relationship with themselves so that they could show up in their business how they need to and want to. Um, because we know it's, you know, who you are. You have to be that person to do the things you want, to have what you want. And I've really learned that firsthand um, of really how to dive deep into yourself, to show up as the mother, entrepreneur, woman, executive, anything that you want in your life. Um, it starts by giving yourself that time and attention and discovering who you are. 
So um, the next thing that's going to be coming out here is I, I do have an ebook in the works um, and a new community that I don't have the details to share right now, um, but somewhere in there it's going to be about making sure that women can be accountable to those daily dis simple disciplines um, and really just creating a community where we can all hold each other accountable to, you know, the, the shifts that we're doing in every moment and every day. So that'll be coming out in 2019. I love it. I love it. All righty. That's awesome. Folks, stay tuned for that. A lot of exciting things and projects from Miss Trisha. So Trish, um, wanted to ask you, I'm so sorry, I just forgot. You know, I was so tuned in when you were talking, but um, All good. so why do you feel though community is important like in today's age? Um, because if you look at it as, I believe it's always been important, but like you said, just women having a voice as well. But why do you feel deeply that it's important? Because you're not just, com com you're not just creating a community of just, you know, of being a coach, but you're also in food and beverage business and you run your own restaurant and everything along with other things. You see, you have an ebook coming out and you're just creating a community of women, fabulous women, empowering women. It's like, wow, you know, just to think about it. Um, so why do you feel though community is important? Um, and how do you also deal with the opinions of others? You know, um, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I feel like for me, community was important because for, I, even as a new mom, a lot of us will know, or if you're stepping into that role, it can be lonely, you know, you're homebound, you feel like you can't really get out and do the things that you want to as much, you can't connect as much, maybe can't even relate as much. Um, and so having the opportunity and the beauty of technology to allow us to connect to another blew my mind that I can still network and still meet people and still there's no excuse for me not to do the things <laughs> that I want to do because I can reach anybody at this moment and to know that you're not alone I think one of the biggest things I didn't anticipate that was going to happen was how many women I would connect with that I would realize holy I've been through that and wow we all have been through this and so um, I think community is important just so that you you feel like you're not alone and then you want to support one another you're there to support one another and give back to one another it's this it's just the way of knowing that we're all connected we're all one um but with dealing with the pains of other people that's where that's where I came back to kind of building my own force field and not as a way of to keep people out but to protect myself so that I can show up without being just a, being hurt by your hurt I can show up and see your hurt without being hurt by your hurt um, I think that's the hugest thing, the hardest thing too, that I've had to learn. Because mm. oftentimes people are projecting and we think that it has something to do with us, but it, it doesn't. <laughs> Most of the times it doesn't. And so being able to learn, and that's still something I'm learning now, is being able to really master that emotional mastery when you connect with people. Because you can do that alone and I can be happy alone, but the true test is when I'm connecting with other people, the community in the world and going, okay. I'm not, there's so much more dynamic to this, so much more depth to all of us. Um, but if I can hold my ground and stay grounded in who I am, it doesn't matter how you show up to me happy or sad. Like I can still be who I choose to be in that moment versus reacting to how you are projecting. Absolutely. I love that. That's amazing. Honestly, um, 
And thank you so much for sharing. I wanted to take some time as well. I believe connection is a key as well. That's how we connected via social media, but also the man above allowing two creative, driven, empowering, uh, self-made people to come along and just along each other journeys at the right time um, and things of that nature and just be in touch and then just get on a project, a podcast and a media, um, radio, you know, any project that just brings value and can just touch another life and help that, you know, not only empower, but get them people going, honestly, um, so they can be able to share their message and testimony. So I thank you so much, Trish. And I wanted to share some gratitude towards your way as well. Um, just thank you for devoting time out your busy schedule to be here, you know, honestly, from here with it, you know, and sharing so much gratitude, so much value, sharing your your story from where it started, not being afraid to open up, stating that you know that you failed in business one time, but you didn't stop. You kept going and you allowed yourself to grow with also being that parent that you need to be, that phenomenal, also being that that wife, that phenomenal wife and being in business together and being able to create a foundation, creating a legacy and it's continuing, you know, within a short period of time. So I love that. And I thank you so much. And I look forward to really, really creating a great relationship with you, my friend, honestly. So thank before you. we get out of here in a couple minutes, there's something else you wanted to share with our audience. You just let go. As you let go, yeah. you allow flow, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that I actually got that. I actually, yeah. I'm going to cut you. I actually got that. You mentioned Joel earlier when I was um, in one of his courses. Emil is another one of my guys. He said, you know, as you let go, you allow flow. So mm, I ran with yeah. it ever since. Love it. Love them. Love the two of them. They're great people. Yeah. Um, yeah if there's only one thing that I'd want to leave it off with, it's just, I mean, when you say all these things, I'm like, whoa, am I, am I like this phenomenal mother and, and all these things. And you know what? And this is a reminder to myself and to everyone out there, be like, not be so hard on yourself with wherever you're at and all the things you're figuring out because we're just all figuring it out you're not going to know all the answers so allowing yourself forgiving yourself for the things when you forget or mess up and then allowing yourself to create every moment as if it's new I said that before I actually said it on my stories before I came on here because it just came up for me I'm like I'm coming on on a doing a podcast interview but I want to let you guys know that every moment can be new and I do believe that because it takes off the pressure of feeling like you need to figure out life in this moment but through each moment you can pieces together again you can learn in every moment and that's been the biggest thing that's been able to help me is being willing to have it be messy and, and messing it all up and maybe doing some things wrong and then being able to learn from it and making sure that I, I, I make the, don't make the mistake twice or I keep you know making sure that I'm improving at every moment um, so focusing on improvement over perfection is huge for women out wow. there who try to put everything on their shoulders at the same time uh, so you got to pace yourself, right? Just take yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Hey, thank you so much, Trish. Uh, so I usually ended off like this, you know, um, I wanted to ask, because you do, you do a lot of speaking engagements and presentations and panels and things time for time, right? Okay. Yeah. Along with always working with groups of women and entrepreneurs and things. So you have your last speech, right? This I'll give you 30, 30 to 40 seconds. Be anywhere in the world, but you're around some other women. Um, 
entrepreneurs, business execs, um, you know, but also some millennials, you know. And I wanted to ask, what exactly would those words be within that 30 second to 40 second range to that group? It's your last presentation. I would say don't let anybody tell you what your life can be but yourself. And if you don't see something out there that looks like the way that you want it to be done, then create it. You know, um, we're not here to copy one another and to be the same. We're here to shine our light and be the way we're supposed to be and, and to show our unique gifts. So if there's something in you that's dying to come out, but it doesn't look like you can see it anywhere else, then create it because it, it's needed. And if you have it in you, then somebody else is looking for that example too. So don't wait for an example, be the example, I would say. Wow, to sum it up, don't wait for the example, be the example. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So have you enjoyed your time, Trish? I did. Thank you. It was so great to really chat with you. And I honestly do want to have another call with you again to learn more about you. It's taking everything in me not to dive into you because that's who I am usually. But I really do appreciate <laughs> you giving me this space here and, and letting me um, share and, and put the message out there. So, yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. You're welcome. Um, we're not done yet. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I can almost. keep going. Almost. I almost. can keep going. <laughs> almost. But um, so what is success to you, Trish? Success to me is joyfully expanding. Success to me is enjoying the, the process of reaching the destination where I, I want to go. It's being at peace with where I'm at right now while still raising my standards and growing it's this like being here while wanting to be you know while still wanting to to grow and be more and and, and do more um, that's success to me because if i'm just chasing one thing but I'm, I'm never present that doesn't feel good to me that's not fulfilling for me but if i'm only present here and there's nothing more that i'm contributing or giving out and um was it a quote from audrey hebert she said you have two arms one to help yourself and when to reach out and help another. And I do mm -hmm. believe that. So success to me is being able to use both of those hands to help myself and to help others. Wow, I love that. A helping hand is always good, right? I see that you reference quotes a lot. You must I like love. read a lot. Yeah, so who, um, who is somebody like, you know, who really inspires you, you know, as an entrepreneur? I could be anybody, um, honestly. It could be a scientist, like somebody just – yeah. Um, that inspires you the most, you know, um, maybe a family member, right? So. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely my dad. Uh, he inspires me a lot just to like do what makes you happy and, and do the best that you can at it. He's just been a man who, you know, ne he never cooked a day in his life. And all of a sudden now he has had a restaurant for 12 years, you know, like he's the kind of man, like throw me in any situation and I'll, I'll do the best at it and I'll be, damn good too so um, he's always been my inspiration and my mom too because she's just been this wild dreamer that it's funny to me when she tells, tells me to tone it down but I'm like mm, <laughs> I got this from you <laughs> um but other than that with the reading oh I just love I, I, I don't think there's anybody I can't learn from to be honest I think that there's something I can take away from everybody and that's that's something I noticed that when I when I connect with people I am always trying to find that thing that you know that we all don't know <laughs> and I want to dive deep and, and really you know I want you to express that because you might not even think it's a, an amazing breakthrough or something that people need but I love 
finding that in people. Um, so I try to learn from everybody that I listen to. Um, but podcasts, Tony Robbins has always been obviously um, a great mentor. I love, I love all the old school, Bob Proctor, um, John C. Maxwell, Brian Tracy. I love all the old school. I love new school. To be honest, like I said, I can't learn. I can't not learn from anybody. <laughs> right. I think it's, um, it's, it's like, and it's out there too, right? Because we get the, we get the read, but like you say, we have the, we're willing to, but sometimes we're not, we don't want to. So I think we should read more, you know, for my listeners that just listening, not implementing information, we should study more and also connect, you know, with those who are at places we desire to get to, or just be around a positive circle. Maybe this person can help you in the environment you're in, where you're working at. You want to, there's always room for growth because everyone may not be meant and built for entrepreneurship, you know, mm-hmm. to have their own business. But it's always a way where you can build somewhere else, help that company grow, and then you may see your way, right? So yeah. I, I think it's um, fantastic that you mentioned just everything that you're involved in, where it started to who you are now is still going, honestly. Yeah. Um and I know a lot of women are inspired by you. And that's why I ask who inspired, you know, who mm. inspires you. And I know a lot of women are inspired by you. And it's probably mm. women that's listening right now. Maybe when you share the episode and people click on Spotify, iTunes and everything, listen to, wow, Trish, you, you just told us some story. You, you got, yeah, because she's a woman of action, you know, and, and everything yeah. like that. So that gives the next woman that's in your group or somebody that you coach, somebody that's in your business, or maybe somebody that you employ in your restaurant business to get the go of, take the step, take the leap. Yeah. Knowing you have good people around you, you're working for a good environment. I know where it started. Don't think it started peaches and cream because I own a restaurant because this. No, it was very, very draining. It, it was a challenge. It was muddy along the way. But one thing I didn't continue to do was slip. I continue to hold my pivot and kept going. And that's what you did, Ms. Yeah, Trisha. Yeah. So you should give yourself a hand clap on the Thank back. Thank you. Honestly. Um, so I want you just to leave it off with your social media and your website and everything else. Um, everybody else can, can find you. Man. Yeah, yeah. I do want to add right before I say that one thing. If somebody, I feel like I can hear some voices in my head going, well, what if I can't afford to find mentors and blah, blah, which I totally understand. Because when oh, I made yeah. my first, you know, when I made my first investment too, I was like, where is this going to come from? But um, just a reminder to everyone out there that you, you can learn from any, but especially the best way that we can learn is through how we connect with one another and how we interact with people and, and their responses to us. Um, not always taking all that to personal, like personally, but honestly, my kids are my biggest teachers. They tell me and show me when I'm holding things out. I'm trying to control too much when I'm trying to, um, when I'm holding up resentment or anger in me, like they show me that in so many ways. They're my biggest teachers that I could never learn that from a book. I can never learn that because this is instant feedback. So something just to put out there that if you feel like, you know, I, you, you can't, you don't have the time to read. You don't have the time to, um, you're not creating the time to read. You're not creating the time to really learn from other mentors is, Start by learning where you're at right now with the people who you're around and, and be willing to be open to learning. Um, Indeed. But yeah, so my social handles, um, you can find me on Instagram at Fierce Fab Life. 
Um, that's where I do spend most of my time when I have time to spend time on social media. Um, and then also on Facebook at my fierce fab life. Um, and then my website is my uh, And I really do hope that all of my content sparks inner fire in women, but also gives them permission to show up however that looks like for them and to take action in whatever that is that they want to pursue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love that, especially what you're saying, connecting with your kids and just knowing that, you know, you are the hero, you know, you already mm-hmm. look up to. Um, but uh, so, for example, like you said, some people, and I've came across that at a young age, and then I get, you know, young clients and these people that say, man, I get a price. But it's also the best investment you can make is you. Sometimes it may not be about a dollar. It could be the relationship you're building, you know, and things of that nature. But um, so, yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. Good time. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I thank you so much for your time. Like, honestly, um, and that's where they can find, like, for women that's seeking for coaching and mentorship, they can find everything on your website, right? They can find on my website. Um, they can just DM me on Instagram. I have a lot of women who just kind of reach out. I'm always, I'm an open book. If you want to message me on any of the platforms, I love just connecting. Um, I love chatting. And most of the women I know firsthand before I end up working with them because I love just building relationships. So Absolutely. if you ever just want to connect, have a question you want to ask, like I'm, I'm here. So just reach out. Um, but yeah, definitely on my website, you can find my contact. So she also has a restaurant as well in Canada, you know, for yeah, those yeah. <laughs> who, who are passionate about the food and beverage, yeah. food and beverage and hospitality business, reach out y'all, you know, absolutely, so absolutely. Definitely. yeah, we hey, plan Trish. to, the goal is to expand worldwide. Expand. So we'll see. <laughs> I love it. You will. Um, it's been awesome. And thank you so much for your time. I know I said it before but thank you honestly you're welcome and you know all the best on your continuous success on every all your endeavors and everything that you're doing in life and definitely look forward to having you back on the show again to spice some more and fuel some more into the flames of others so definitely um thank you so much for your time this is i'm terrell sumter she's trisha nugent from the fierce fab life business right there you go Awesome. Thank you so much. And this is the Inspire Before We Expire podcast, and we're out. Yeah. All right. That was awesome.